Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. It's the Sick Podcast. Marinaro and Sean Starr. Here we are. And you can listen to us on all social media platforms and check out our Instagram page at the Sick Podcast. How you doing, my man? What to do, Tony? Are you ready for some NFL picks? Yes, sir. Considering how well we did uh, with our opener to week nine with the Green Bay Packers going on the road in San Francisco. We told you, Tony gave you the point spread. I gave you the point spread. We gave you the total. We went 2-0. and I told you I was wearing my, uh, my Augusta National. It's metal this week, Tony. I don't lose when I wear this. Guess what? I got another master shirt on. I was there when Tiger won it in 2019. I'm red hot. I can't stop. Let's go. I'm not going to take credit for the over. I didn't want to touch it. I didn't feel it. But you went with Green Bay and the over. I just went with Green Bay. We were both right. But you went 2-0 and and I went 1-0. Okay, so now let's start with the Broncos at the Falcons. The Falcons are favored by 4.5. And, and the over-under at this one is 50. How do you see it? This is a massive number for me. I mean, we're talking about a two and six Atlanta team that is winless at home. They're 0 and 4 on home field for Atlanta. So tell me, in what parallel universe does a team like Atlanta that is two and six, 0 and 4 at home, have any business being four and a half point favorites over a three and four Broncos team that is actually decent away from home? They're two and one on the road this season. I mean, I mean, you talk about getting the market price wrong. I totally see this as the absolute wrong number. I've got Atlanta kind of have a minus three home field favorites here. This is just a simple uh, example, Tony, how I see this game. Home favorites for teams that aren't that good. It's an inflated price. I'm going to take the points with the Denver Broncos and Drew Luck, who are impressive in consecutive weeks. I see this game as being close, so give me the four and a half points with Denver. What about you? It's Drew Luck versus Matt Ryan. I'm going to yeah. favor Matt Ryan on that one. Gurley's going to run the ball. Falcons have won two of their last three. You're right, they haven't won at home. I personally think they win their first game at home, but I wouldn't touch this one because I'm not going to trust a team like yeah. the Falcons. So I'm staying yeah. away. I think the Falcons will win, but I wouldn't bet on them to cover. Let's move yeah, so, on. The Texans at the Jags, if we can. Minus I just want to say one thing. Yeah. I just want to add one thing. I, I lean towards the under 50 in the Atlanta-Denver game. Like, again, you know, we're, I know you know you bring up the fact that Atlanta's been kind of hot lately. Uh, they did this before. We've seen this act for them before. Uh, but I just don't see a lot of points here. I don't see either team really getting to the 25-point threshold. So a slight lean towards the under 50 in the Atlanta game as they host Denver. Okay, do you see points in the game between the Texans and the Jaguars? Because yeah. that over-under is at 50 and a half with the Texans minus seven. Yeah, this is a, another one where again I look at the I look at this point spread. Jacksonville, I'm going to take Jacksonville. I know they don't have Gardner Minshew; he's out with a thumb injury. They have some injuries on the offensive line as well. But realistically, here, Houston, Tony, they're one and six. Jacksonville is one and six. It's a divisional game. I understand. We're going to see Jake Lutton at quarterback for Jacksonville on Sunday. A total of fifty and a half. But Houston, Houston is a seven point favorite. How in the world is that even possible? Like, if Houston was playing the New York Jets, Tony, I wouldn't put the Texans as seven-point favorites. These are two bad teams. Nobody has any business being a seven-point favorite. So I'm going to take Jacksonville and the seven 
and I do think we're going to get to over 50 and a half points, so a slight lean towards the over, but I feel stronger about Jacksonville uh, plus seven. To me, Tony, this game has backdoor cover written all over it. Maybe Houston gets out to an early lead, and then Jake Lutton can lead them down the field, and just like that, backdoor cover. Give me uh, the points all day. I'll take all seven points. I'm going to take Deshaun Watson over Jake Lutton. I'm going to take the Texans against the Jaguars team. That's 0-5 against the spread in their last five. So I'm not going to touch the over-under, but I'm going to go the opposite way. I think the Texans annihilate the Jaguars in this one. Raiders at Chargers. This is yes, sir. Chargers minus one with an over-under at 51.5. Yeah, exactly. Four and three against two and five. Uh, are you going to bet against uh, Justin Herbert, who's been absolutely electric uh, past Joe Burrow. I mean, we're talking about very exciting quarterbacks. I'm not the biggest Anthony Lynn guy. I find he's a very conservative play caller. And knowing how they've blown leads, now not to the degree that Atlanta or Denver blows leads, but the L.A. Chargers blow leads as well. And we saw Derek Carr, how good he looked. He doesn't turn the ball over a ton. Vegas is 4-3. and three. They still have something to play for, the 2-5 and five Chargers, and not so much. I saw the total for this game opened at 53. It's been bet down to 52 and a half. So I do lean toward a, a slight under. I lean towards the under 52 and a half points. I'm going to stay away from the side, but I'm not going to bet the over here. Um, I just don't see a ton of points getting up towards the 55 marker in this ball game. Anthony Lynn, he's too conservative a play caller. And, you know, we're not going to see a lot of turnovers either. So a slight play towards the under. Sean, in the last six games for the over uh, for the Raiders, as far as the over is concerned, 4-1-1, one, and one. the last four games for the Chargers as far as the over is concerned for them. They're 4-0. and oh. It's Derek Carr. You talked about Herbert. I think they're both going to air it out. I'm not going to take a winner in this game, although I would favor the Raiders because I think they're a better team, but I'm yeah. not going to touch that one. I'm going this one to go over the 52-and-a-half. You're going under. I'm going over. Let's move on. Are we fading? Are we fading every single pick? Are you going against me on every single pick this week? I'm not going to go against you every single pick. You'll see. There's some that I'm just not going to go. I like it. I like it. Make sure you make sure you bring your lunch bags, buddy, because I'm going to take your ass to school this weekend. I love it. Yeah, I heard that tune over the last three weeks. I'm still waiting. Okay, Saints versus the Bucks with the Bucks being a favorite at minus four and a half. Uh, It's the Sunday night game with an over under at fifty and a half. I feel strongly about this game. Okay. My advice to you now, we're taping this on on Friday. So we're still like a couple of days away from NFL Sunday. I don't think the number is going to stay where it is. The public absolutely loves Tom Brady. I think they're in love with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. So I automatically default towards the New Orleans Saints plus the four and a half. But my advice, Tony, is to wait. I think this number will climb because I think the public is going to splash money all over this game and we are going to wait this is going to be a public play we are going to go against the public here i think we're smarter than the public when it comes to betting against the spread uh so they're going to pound tom brady they're going to pound gronkowski and antonio brown who's going to play so yeah give me the new orleans saints plus the four and a half points if you're going to bet it today but i advise you to wait i wouldn't be surprised tony on nfl game day on nfl sunday this number is actually higher than where it is today Saints 4-0 against the spread in their last four games. The Tampa Bay Bucks looked absolutely terrible against the New York Giants. You can make a case that they probably should have lost the game. They were really down uh, early on in that game, came back. The Giants could have tied it up on the convert. That wasn't called as a penalty, could have been called as a penalty. I didn't like the way the Bucks looked. The Bucks are coming off a short week versus the Saints, who are not. 
So I'm going to take two great quarterbacks. I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to take the Saints plus four and a half. All right, so. Yeah, well, just before we move on, like the total in that game, again, uh, Tampa Bay's defense is legitimate. Michael Thomas, the standout wide receiver, is back for Drew Brees. He's, this guy is ecstatic that he's his actual best weapon outside of Alvin Kamara, who's an absolute all-world talent, clearly. Yeah. So now they're getting a little bit more diverse in New Orleans. I'm still skittish on Drew Brees, Tony, and his ability to heave the ball uh, down the field. I don't think he's a great long ball passer anymore. I think he's past his prime. But Michael Thomas definitely helps having Alvin Kamara there to me, just reinforces New Orleans as the smart play. Take the points. This number will climb. It's at four and a half. We're taping on Friday here at the Sick Podcast. This number, I'm sure of it, is going to climb. Before I recap your picks and my picks, is there anything you want to touch on? Uh, yeah, the Chicago Bears-Tennessee Titans game. Uh, the Bears on the road. The Tennessee Titans are reeling. This is 5-3 and three against 5-2. and two. AFC South, NFC North battle here. Here's what I think about this game. I'm not as high. Uh, you and I spoke yesterday, right? Yeah. And I told you I love the Bears in this spot. I even thought they could win this game. As high on the Bears today as I was yesterday. A couple of things have changed here, but I still like Chicago plus the points. It's at six and a half. I don't think it's going to get to seven. I wish it does. I wish it gets to seven. I'll love that play even more. But here's the thing about Tennessee, okay? Their defense is reeling, and the Bears can score because they have Awful quarterbacks. Nick Foles is garbage. Mitch Trubisky isn't any better. It's a problem. The backbone of this Bears success is defense. The Tennessee Titans can't stop anything. We've seen the Tennessee Titans. We've seen them beat Jacksonville. I've seen them beat Denver. I've seen them uh, move on to beat Minnesota, Houston. They beat a respectable Buffalo Bills team. Those are their wins. I see one good win in that roster. Now, I'm not saying the Chicago Bears are world beaters here. I will agree. If you think they're fool's gold and they're 5-3 and three record, they're not as good as their record. I agree. Yeah. But give me the points with Chicago. They're going to keep this close. Tennessee can't stop anybody. It's true. It's not like Chicago's got a very good offense. Tennessee's lost their last two games. I can't see them losing three in a row. I'm not going to touch this game, all right? I'd rather stay away from it. Right, so are you touching this game and going forward with the points with the Bears? Absolutely. All right, so let's recap the picks. Let's start with the games that we both touched on. We both have the Saints plus four and a half. Raiders versus Chargers. You have the under 52 and a half. I have the over 52 and a half. Jacksonville versus the Texans. Texans are favored by minus seven. You took Jacksonville and the over 50 and a half. I'm taking the Texans minus seven. Denver versus the Falcons. You're taking Denver at plus four and a half. You're taking the under 50. I want to stay away from this game. The game I'm going to touch on, Arizona versus Miami. Arizona coming off a bye week. Arizona's a good team. Uh, Tua had less than 100 yards last game. He's got no running back for this game. He's going to be forced to throw it. Arizona minus four and a half. I say Arizona wins this one by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I have this game as Arizona minus six. Personally, I I like this game a lot. I love uh, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. This is the best wide receiver quarterback tandem in the National Football League. My personal opinion, DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in football today. And I think this is a statement, an opportunity here 
for Kyler Murray to uh, exercise his authority on Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins, who are well-coached with Brian Flores. They're aggressive. They're young. They're hungry. We saw them last week, how exciting they were, special teams. But your point is well made. Tua Tagovailoa threw for, I think, 93 yards in his NFL debut. Wasn't impressive at all. Kyler Murray, everything about this guy is impressive. Give me Arizona to cover. You can follow the SIG podcast on their Instagram account and follow us on all social media platforms, all of them. Our picks, by the way, that we just gave you, Sean Picks and Marinaro's picks, are going to be up on the SIG podcast Instagram page. Follow us, listen in, watch, tell your friends, because this podcast is sick. See you, brother. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.